Hello and welcome to episode zero of the Cloth Nappy Geek podcast. Today I'm going to give you just a bit of information about why I've started this podcast and about my own cloth nappy journey. Hello, I'm Cloth Nappy Geek and this is the first episode of my new podcast which I hope to issue on a roughly weekly basis. The idea is it will contain a range of interviews from cloth nappy brands, work at home mums, retailers and nappy libraries and also some parents as well. If you've got an idea and you'd like to feature on my podcast then please get in touch because I'd love to hear from you. The cloth community can be really great and supportive and I'd love to try bring that out and get people to know all about other brands and other parents as well. So why have I created a podcast? For me, this was the natural next step in terms of my social media profile. I've always tried to bring innovative and new content to the cloth community. I started my Instagram account, Cloth Nappy Geek, uh, about a year ago. Uh, the idea behind this was I wanted to spread awareness of cloth nappies particularly to people who might not have used them or even heard of them before, and also to offer my advice and help to people. I find Instagram really great in that aspect because of the DM function. It makes it really quick and easy for people to get in touch with others. Shortly after launching my Instagram account, I also launched a YouTube account as well. And again, my handle is Geek. This features a range of reviews of cloth nappies that I have tried over the past two years because I wanted to put my reviews out there so people could learn a bit more about different nappies that are available on the market, maybe sort of see something that you like and to give my opinion on the nappy. That said, the reviews are only my own opinion and we all like different things and that will be based on personal preferences and to do with your baby, their age, their weight, their body shape, their output, um, your personal circumstances in terms of your washing and drying facilities, who looks after your baby, whether it's just you or they go to childcare. So there's loads of variables in what you might look for in a nappy and that could be totally different from mine. I have friends who really rate nappies that I'm not so keen on and vice versa. It doesn't make either of us right or wrong, it's just a different opinion. But those reviews are all there if you'd like to have a look. I try to be really thorough and show all the different aspects of the sort of things that I would like to see on a video about a cloth nappy. And I always give my honest opinion even if the nappy was gifted to me. At the same time I started doing reviews on YouTube, I also started my own blog as well. I wanted to provide a written version of my reviews, partly to help people who enjoy consuming the information better in a written format and also perhaps anyone with a hearing difficulty. So for all of my reviews, there is a written version with photographs as well on my blog. Initially, I just had a WordPress page, but I was struggling with the format a bit and the layout wasn't very tidy. So I purchased my own URL. So you can find all these reviews at www.clothnappygeek.co.uk. And alongside the reviews, I've also been able to bring extra information to the website. So there is some information on things like how to cloth on holiday based on my own personal experience. Um, information about different fabric types, different 
components of a nappy system. So all of that is on there in case that's of any use to someone as well. So a bit about me and my background. I have two children. My first was in disposables full time. And that is partly because I didn't really know cloth nappies existed or certainly not in a modern format. When I was looking at leaving school, I went on a taster day at a college and to look at doing a childcare course, which was something I was potentially interested in at the time. And they gave you a sort of plastic baby and you did some sort of activities to look after this, this fictitious baby. And part of it was putting a Terry nappy on the baby, which also involved one of the old um, nappy pins as well, whereas nowadays we have this sort of nappy nipper fastenings, which are much more safer for babies and easier to use as well. And I'm not quite sure if it's the way the course was structured or just me being a teenager and not particularly interested in learning Terry nappy folds, but it kind of was really off-putting and just was put across as a really old-fashioned thing that I don't know why you do this when there's a perfectly good disposable nappy now as an option. So that was my only real experience of cloth nappies. I didn't know anybody that did cloth nappy and so I used disposables full-time with her. When I was pregnant with my second baby, I had become a lot more eco-conscious myself in terms of looking at the sort of waste that we produce and trying to recycle, that kind of thing. And I was very conscious that by bringing another child onto the planet that I was creating an environmental impact and I was looking to minimise that as much as possible. So one thing I looked at was do we really need all those different things they say you need for a baby um, what is actually just the essentials and to just buy those and of course I started looking at cloth nappies of course this was more sort of the modern cloth nappy route rather than the traditional flats I think had only Terry's been an option when I was looking at cloth nappying I probably wouldn't have gone down that road and now however having used cloth nappies for two years and have and I have used Terry's as part of that actually I would if for some reason now I was only had Terry's going forwards I would totally be able to stick with it and I would re still really enjoy doing so but I think you need to take that first step sometimes and see that all those folds aren't that scary and they just become second nature literally after you've done them a couple of times I can do two folds that's all I need you don't need to learn sort of 10 different ones you just really need the one to suit your baby and when I say I can do two folds one of them is a pad fold so it's not particularly hard work so I bought a set of cloth nappies when I was pregnant with my second baby I filled in the nappy lady survey and bought 20 of the nappies that she recommended all of the same type and brand all of the same size and they've worked really well for us. I know a lot of people say that you should maybe try a few different brands um, before plumping for one in case it doesn't work for your baby. But on the whole, I kind of disagree with that as a statement. And I do worry that it puts people off because you suddenly, it is quite a financial outlay to buy a set of cloth nappies, particularly if you want to go straight into full time. So you're going to need sort of 20 at minimum, really. And I think then there becomes this worry that you'll end up wasting your money on something that won't suit your baby. And I've not really found that to be the case. I've got nappies I've tried that I've really liked and nappies I've tried that I haven't got on with so well. But if the ones I hadn't got on with so well was the only nappies available, the only ones I had 
for whatever reason I could totally have made those work and have made those works quite happily for two years so I don't necessarily think there is a case if you have to find this one mythical nappy that is going to suit your baby so I bought these 20 nappies and we were really happy with them I started using them on my baby when he was 10 days old and I ramped up pretty quickly from using maybe just one a day to going full time during the days. Night times were a bit scarier because you're already probably suffering from quite a lot of broken sleep and you don't want to do anything that might potentially make that worse. The day he turned six weeks old I put him in his first nighttime cloth nappy. I didn't tell my husband about it because at the time he wasn't particularly supportive of cloth nappies so I didn't want any sort of you know I told you so's if he ended up waking up um, but actually it worked really well we didn't have any leaks and he hasn't worn a disposable since that day and that's not me sort of uh, shaming people that do use disposables for whatever reason you know it, even cloth napping part-time can have a massive environmental impact and that's really great but for me I'm personally quite proud of the fact that he hasn't worn one since he was six weeks old and if I had another baby, then I would like to cloth from birth, ideally. And I think it's really great that some women are able to say that they have never put a disposable on their baby. But equally, I think it's just as great for a woman to say that they use one cloth nappy a day. That's still 365 nappies a year not going into landfill. And it is a case of you do you. So despite being really happy with these 20 nappies that I'd purchased, um, it was a two-parter system and I still use those nappies to this day um, because I don't use them quite so much now I use um, at the moment I'm using one overnight and one first thing in the morning as well so I don't need the full stash of 20 so I have gifted 10 of them to my sister who is now using them on her baby as well so they're still getting plenty of use and plenty of love they weren't necessarily ones that would have been recommended for my sister um, but they're working just great for her too so we started looking for a all-in-one nappy because my husband decided he would want something a bit more simpler where everything was, you know, all-in-one nappy. So we kind of went off to start looking at different brands and decide what was going to be the best for us. Um, and that's kind of at the point it has turned into something that has gone from being an environmental parenting choice to what is now definitely my hobby. And I do remind him that it is probably him that is to blame for this. So we started off trying a few different brands and it just has kind of snowballed from there. I have probably tried maybe 50 different nappies now. Um, as I said, all of them could have quite easily worked on my baby. Yes, I have things I prefer more than others. Um, little things like I actually don't have a preference between Velcro and Popper, which most people do. But if I do have poppers, I really prefer them in a single row. Um, so it's just little things at that, well, I prefer one brand perhaps over another, but equally a double row of poppers. That's fine. I can make that work. That doesn't bother me at all. But having tried, say, 50 different nappies, it takes you back to my point about finding this the one nappy, the one brand that's going to suit your baby. And frankly, that would just be impossible. That is quite a lot of nappies to have tried 50 and I still feel like I have barely scratched the surface in terms of the different brands and even within those brands are different types of nappies that are on offer and I think that we will have easily potty trained before I've managed to try everything. So I do think there was too much focus on this finding the one nappy. 
if I get messages from people asking what sort of nappy they should try for their little one, I normally look at things that they said that they have tried and liked and disliked and try find things similar to that to give them something else to try. Um, but if it's someone who hasn't used a cloth nappy at all at this point and is looking to take that first step and are asking what's best for their baby, I will often say to them, just buy what you like the look of. Pretty much any nappy can work as long as you get the fit right and just stick a booster in it if it's leaking. Like that does solve most problems. In terms of nappy leaks, there are really only three causes of a, of a leak to sort of simplify as much as possible. You've either got some sort of damage maybe to the waterproof PUL outer which is causing a leak or you've not fitted the nappy correctly so you've got leaks maybe out of leg gaps or maybe parts of the nappy sticking out so it's causing wicking leaks um, or the third option is the nappy just isn't sufficiently absorbent for your baby's needs so add a booster and it really can be that simple. Yes, you'll get a better fit with some nappies more than others because they'll fit your baby's shape. But honestly, my advice is always just to go, if you don't know where to start, just buy something that you like the look of. One thing I do love about cloth nappies is that you can customise the absorbency, whereas with a disposable, it is what it is. And as well as tweaking the amount it can absorb, you can also position that absorbency in the right place for your baby. So, for example, one of the pocket nappies I really like, it comes with a long anchor insert, which needs folding in order to fit into the pocket. So I fold this directly in half and push it right to the front of the nappy for my boy, which means the last back couple of inches at the waistband, there's actually no insert there at all. It's all at the front because he doesn't need it at the back. That's how my baby always wets at the front and even with an insert that does go all the way up to the back of the waistband, that will never be wet at the back before he's saturated the front so much that he's maybe leaked through the front poppers. So you can place the absorbency in exactly the right place for your baby, which also can help give you a better fit. So my boy is a heavy wetter and he's certainly given me quite a test of cloth nappies and which is why I guess my confidence has grown in the area and I feel like I'm able to help advise other parents as well. So he's always been quite a heavy wetter even from birth. I realised this when he got to maybe a few months old and we were trying nappies that a lot of people were saying well these are fabulous I don't need to boost them and there was one where he managed to outweigh it after like 40 minutes and it was just absolutely saturated and then I realised that my baby perhaps his knees are a bit different to everybody else's or the majority and I needed to start boosting nappies. A particular pinch point for me came around the four month sleep regression when at this point he'd previously been going through the night maybe about six hours from when he first went down to his first feed um, I'd feed him I wouldn't change him at this point and then he'd go back to sleep and maybe wake up once more for feed as well but we weren't changing in the night unless he'd sold his nappy which was pretty unusual at that age and the night nappy was lasting really well but when we hit the four month sleep regression he started waking up every two and a half hours for feed um, so he was taking although there were small feeds he was taking on a lot more fluid in total over the night period and we were getting quite bad leaks from something that had been really reliable up until that point. So 
And at several points you'll have to do this in your cloth nappy journey perhaps. You kind of have to tweak what you're using and adapt it to fit your baby's needs because they're constantly changing. So for me I needed to add some extra absorbency because that just wasn't sufficient in the nappy at this particular point. But also I knew this was going to be a temporary measure because this was just the sleep regression. He was going to go back to going longer periods without feeding and eventually going through the night and wouldn't need all this additional absorbency. So I'm a really big fan of, if you can, using what you already have rather than spending money on additional boosters that perhaps aren't needed. So for me, I managed to solve this problem by adding a muslin cloth, which I already had, in the nappy, between the nappy and the wrap to give an extra layer of absorbency. And that was sufficient just to get us through and stop the leaks. And then eventually he stopped waking up so much and dropped those extra feeds and we were bad and we were able to remove the muslin. Um, flannels also work really well as little boosters and even an old tea towel cut up that can work well too. Again these all tend to be cotton which is really absorbent. Now he's got a bit older we are heading towards flooding. Naturally overnight the kidneys produce a more concentrated urine um, so the output is reduced and then upon waking um, it's very natural to empty the bladder and then produce higher levels of urine particularly in the morning. So flooding is common anyway in the morning period with babies of all ages. For us it is compounded by the fact that he again is quite a heavy wetter but he doesn't drink very much fluid during the day having a bottle of milk at bedtime and then another one upon waking so I'll change him when he wakes up and his night nappy is normally pretty wet and then I have to put him into a two-parter again so he can have that morning milk and then that normally needs changing within about an hour as well because that will be fully saturated. Cotton is really good for flooding um, and this is definitely an issue for us that is going to get worse I think as we head towards potty training as babies get older turn into toddlers their bladder obviously increases in size so their urine output is larger they also will hold because that's natural as they progress towards potty training to hold their urine and then let it all go at once. And flooding can also be an issue with disposable nappies as well. It's not something you just need to worry about with cloth. Is it all of a sudden you have got a lot of fluid hitting the absorbency, whether that be a cloth or disposable. And if it can't absorb fast enough, then you are going to get a leak. So flooding is definitely something that we're already battling with a bit and I can see us doing more of over the next sort of six months, definitely. So that's my experience of cloth nappies. Also recently, as I said, my sister's had a baby and she has cloughed right from birth with her little girl. Um, actually, not for environmental reasons as such, but she was looking at it more from a hip health point of view, which is why it was really important to her to cloth right from birth. So whilst I didn't deal with the tiny newborn stage myself with my son, as I said, he was 10 days old, I've had more experience of that this time round with helping my sister purchase a stash and tweaking the fit and the absorbency to help her baby. Even tiny babies actually do output quite a lot. Um, it's quite common for a baby to outgrow their newborn nappies if you've gone down the newborn nappy route. It's quite common for them to 
outgrow those in terms of absorbency more than the fit and she's definitely at the point already now she's only 12 weeks where she's having to boost the nappies already even though they're only on the middle rise so she's got plenty of growing room left. So I have got quite a bit of experience with cloth nappies both in terms of from my own boy and from my little niece as well and I have tried an awful lot of nappies I know what works really well for us and I kind of know what I'm looking for in nappies as well that said I love giving new things a go and having my preconceptions challenged by a nappy I did a post on my Instagram recently where I talked about a nappy that I'd been gifted for review and the lining of this nappy was the athletic wicking jersey which is something I'd only tried once before and really not got on with and it, this nappy I was gifted isn't one I would have purchased myself perhaps because the athletic wicking jersey would have put me off but I gave it a go and actually it was fantastic. I really like the nappy. I would definitely purchase one myself now. And I've got other nappies since also that contain athletic wicking jersey as a lining. And I'm really impressed with it. So it just goes to show that sometimes it's nice to step out of what you think your comfort zone is and to try new things. So I do really enjoy trying new nappies. Um, as I said, I've used about 50 different nappies now, but I'm always looking at new brands and seeing new things to try, and I really just love giving, giving things a go. Normally, I can, I'm at the point now where I can sort of tell from pictures, particularly if I can see the inside of a nappy, what I'll think of it, and then when it arrives and I can actually feel it in my hands. But there is no substitute for actually trying it on your baby. Um, again, recently I had a nappy come that had an elasticated tummy panel, which is something I've also not always been a massive fan of before. But on this particular nappy, it worked really well and it fits so nicely on my baby that it has also changed my opinion on elasticated tummy panels as well. And that in some nappies, they are definitely a really welcome addition. So I hope you enjoyed this first podcast, which was just a bit of an overview of me and my story and why I'm hoping to bring you this new feature with lots of different information and I'm hoping it's going to be really entertaining. Please subscribe to this channel and then you'll get an update when I release a new podcast. As I said, I'm hoping to do it weekly. And if you can leave a review as well, that would be excellent um the podcast is going to go out on a range of different podcast channels and i'm going to put a list of that on my website as well so you can find that at www.clothnappygeek.co.uk so thank you ever so much for listening and yet please subscribe and leave a review 